I want to start this episode with a quote from Woodrow Wilson. He said, I not only use all the brains that I have, but all I can borrow. And Oscar Wilde said, the great events of the world take place in the brain. Hello, and welcome to another episode of Mindset Goal. In this episode, I have a conversation with Liam, and Liam offers his expertise and his knowledge about the brain and how it works and what we can do to manipulate our brain to get what we want and how we can use it correctly. And he talks about like how we use the brain incorrectly a lot of the time, and he goes into detail about this. And it's, it was just a great conversation. Like It really opened my mind up about um, obviously some of the things I already knew and some of the things I didn't know. And it just really opened my mind up about the brain and how it how it works and how we can continue to, you know, do like what we should be focusing on instead of letting letting our brain dictate, you know, where our attention goes. And it was just a, again, great conversation, just very insightful, um, very powerful. So I really hope you enjoy this episode. You work with neurostate rebalancing. Um, you speak a lot about resetting your brain for success. An author as well. Um, you you know you seem to you do a lot of things. Do you want to quickly tell the audience about yourself um, and how you got to where you are? Sure. Okay. Well, um, as you <clears throat> as you pointed out, I I do teaching, coaching, speaking, writing, and researching. Yeah. And really, it's all about my focus is about finding out why people get the results they really do in their life both good and bad. And I do also do a lot of marriage and relationship coaching. And that's a really good area where people have a lot of problems, yeah. certainly when they come to me. And um, what they do has a direct result on or a direct impact on the results they get. So this is what's always fascinated me. And in fact, I've really studied the various areas of success or yeah. achieving success pretty well all my life. I've studied religion spirituality you know self-help self-improvement yeah um, business studies um, all sorts of things um, but in my mid-40s I went through an experience which was rather interesting and I thought by that stage I'd mastered the art of being a success but yeah. I lost everything yeah I became homeless and I had to move in with my elderly mother and sleep on her couch Wow. So what I ended up doing when I rebuilt my life is I noticed things were going a lot better than they ever had. And um, it was a lot easier to achieve success. I was doing a lot more things that I really enjoyed. And I didn't have the stress and problems and frustrations that I seemed to have had before I went through that experience. Yeah. So figuring out what had happened to me and what was different really became the basis of my research and study. And that, that's really what I help people now understand is that um, there is a different approach to your life that if you take it, it means you not only solve the problems that you have in a much easier way, um, but you stop creating more problems for yourself in your life. Yeah. And the life you really want to live, which is a life of fulfillment, happiness, you know, it is actually possible, you know, problems and frustration it is are not really an essential part of your life and you don't have to have that you can as i say you can solve problems much more easily but what you need to understand is that your brain works in a particular way and it is a on one level a machine yeah and like any machine if you use it the wrong way you're going to have problems and if you use it the right way it's going to do its job and give you a good result 
But if you use it the wrong way, you problems show up. And it is the same with our life. Problems, I've discovered, and it's a bit controversial until you understand how the brain works and understand how it's true. Yeah. But the reality is that problems are simply a symptom that you're using your brain the wrong way. You're yeah. using this machine the wrong way. So all of my focus now, I still do a lot of marriage and relationship coaching, and I help people through this idea, and they get far better results um, than through the struggle of you know trying to figure it out and do things which involve using the brain the wrong way, which is yeah. what unfortunately most people are doing, and that's why most people say they have problems, you know. Yeah, yeah, and you you speak about results, and you also mentioned um, the you know uh, you know different areas that you that you that you got into um like the you know getting getting better you know working so you can get better physically you spoke about um spiritually mentally um so you know like what we cover on the podcast is like the four pillars raising all like areas of who you are your physical spiritual social mental um to for you to become a, a better uh, and you mentioned results as well. So what is a way that we can use our brains correctly to achieve those results and also have have the happiness so we can, you know, lift ourselves up on all areas of our life and not just one particular area? Well, that's a big question, isn't it? I, yeah. And this is what I cover through um, through all my coaching, my courses. I have a podcast called Using Your Brain for Success. I cover all of this as well. But essentially it comes to understanding your purpose for being here, how you're supposed to live on a biological as well as a mental and spiritual level, um, but how physically and how your brain is actually the tool yeah. or the set of tools, the machine that is designed to give you the right results. And when you understand all that, in other words, it's, you know, it, I'll give you an example. It's a bit like driving a car. Yeah. Now, if you, don't know how to drive a car, and someone says, well, if you want to go from where you are to this place 100 miles away, you you know, the best way to get there is by a car. So get in and drive it. And you know where you want to go. You know what your destination is. But if you don't know how to drive the car, all the, you can be really motivated. You can really work hard. You can be really yeah. inspired. You can pray. You can do all those things. But you're not going to get anywhere. And you're going to get into this car, and you're going to look at all of the the levers and the buttons and everything, and you're not going to know what to do, and you're going yeah. to experiment. But if you, but and and chances are the car won't even move, let alone um, get you to where you want to go. And if it does move, it's going to be not not a very comfortable ride. Yeah. And you're going to have to put on a lot of effort. And and maybe you decide, well, I, maybe the idea with this car is I have to get out and push the car. So I'm going to mm -hmm. put in all this. I'm going to be put in this of effort, and I'm going to push the car. To the destination and you try all that and the car doesn't move and it just wears you out you get yeah. exhausted and, you, and you're and physically um damaged really but then you think well it's a quick i'm not strong enough i need to develop myself so i can push this car harder uh, interesting yeah and you're still not going to get there or it's still going to be a really difficult you might get there eventually but you will be worn out if you do but it's just not the right way to use the machine so the way we're designed, when you understand the way we're designed to live our life, is that we are designed to be the best that we can be on every level, yeah. physically, mentally, spiritually, emotionally. That is our purpose of being here, because on a biological level, when you're the best that you can be, you carry out your biological function. 
right. which is the same biological function that every living species on the planet has. And if you ask any bio, biological scientist, he'll tell you that the purpose of all biological life, the one purpose is to create more life. Right. That's what we exist for on a biological level is to exactly. re reproduce and, and enable the species to carry on, to survive. So your best chance of doing that is when you're at your best, when you're your strongest physically, mentally, emotionally, you do the right, you know, you're, you're most resourceful, you're able to fight off disease, for instance, and an infection, yeah. and, and wounds heal more quickly on a physical level. But wow. as I say, on a, a mental and emotional level, you're more creative, you're more resourceful, you come up with better ideas on how to do things to make life easier and better. Wow, so you're telling me that your your wounds will physically heal faster when you're living a more correct way, what you're describing here. Yes, it does. And science um, corroborates this. And description or a word that science uses for the state, it's called homeostasis. And what homeostasis is, it's the perfect functioning of the organism. So when you're functioning perfectly, when you're in this homeostasis state, all of your organs are functioning efficiently. You know, your, your waist, your breathing, all of the processes in your body are functioning at their optimum. And that means healing infections or fighting off disease or recovering from injury or whatever it is. Yeah. Your body is in the best possible state to most efficiently and effectively do that. And that's called homeostasis. Amazing. So, sorry. No, go ahead. Please finish. Well, so as I say, this this whole idea of being the best that you can be, it's not just a nice idea and and, you know, something we all think we should aspire to it's actually your biological yeah. purpose is yeah. to be the best you can be so the next question becomes well if my biological purpose if i'm actually set up to be the best that i can be because that gives me the best chance to do my biological play my biological role yeah um, nature's, purpose. so nature has a purpose for me has nature provided me with a tool or tools to enable that to happen and of course it must have yeah your purpose to be a certain way and you don't you know biologically and, and you don't have the bio and, and it isn't set up biologically for you to achieve that that that's impossible it, it so it is biologically set up for you to achieve that and you've been given this machine this tool yeah. to keep you in homeostasis in perfect functioning and that tool is your brain yeah and and i know obviously this brain we've been given this brain and it, you know it's it's the oldest machine that we have to date and i find it interesting because things have changed so much since obviously we, we you know the brain has been has been here so a lot of the the fears that we had you know thousands millions of years ago whatever the case is it, it is a bit irrelevant today so we really have to reprogram our brain to kind of deal with the current fears and 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 what what we have to stop us from achieving our goals or living in homeostasis as you said so one question i have for you what is the one thing that holds nearly everyone back from living their ideal life okay well that's a good question isn't it that's what we need to know yeah in other words another way of putting the question is to say what is it that prevents us from maintaining this state of homeostasis yeah. of our perfect functioning fulfilling our biological role on a physical mental spiritual 
emotional level. What is it? What's stopping us? Why isn't the brain enabling us to do that all the time? Yeah. And um, it's because we're using, what we're doing is we're using the machinery of the brain the wrong way, which is preventing yeah. it from doing it that. And you know what the one thing is, the one thing that stops you living in that state on a physical level in your brain is fear. Yeah. Fear, doubt, worry, anxiety. What they do <clears throat> on a physical level is they knock you out of homeostasis because they activate a different part of your brain, yeah. which cuts that, that, um, that creative part that, that, um, that you're supposed to, that natural state of, of fulfillment and happiness and functioning at your best. It blocks that out because what you're actually doing when you experience a fear or any anxiety is your brain is sending a signal to you that there's something of danger to your survival. Yeah. And you mentioned earlier, it's a really good point, you know, millions of years ago, we had all had these different threats and they were real threats. Um, and that's what that mechanism is designed for. It's designed to knock you out of homeostasis to get you on a very brief for a very to deal with and get rid of that problem, that threat to your survival as quickly and, and easily as possible. So yeah, you can as soon as possible go back into your homeostasis state. But the problem is, it's not so much that that mechanism um, is is bad. It's it's brilliant for what it's designed for. But yeah. what most people are using it for is not what it was designed for. Yeah. So what it's designed for is to deal with an immediate threat. So if someone comes running down the street towards you with a knife in their hand, shouting at you, that's an immediate threat. Yeah. Well, potentially. So that's when you, you your brain goes, here's an immediate threat, switches you out of homeostasis into this, it's often called the fight, flight, or freeze state, yep. or the reactive state, the or the survival or state. It flicks you into that temporarily so that without thinking, you react to fight off that danger. And it's called fight, flight, or freeze because you might choose to stay and fight, or you might run away, flight, or you might freeze and just do nothing. Yeah. So the idea with this and, and perhaps it's you're standing in the, in the street and a car comes towards you and you jump out of the way. You know, you, you, the fear kicks in. Your brain says there's a danger to you. That car is going to run you over. Yeah. You jump out of the way without thinking. And then when that danger, because you've taken the action necessary to remove that immediate threat, you go back into homeostatic, homeostasis. Feeling good, feeling great. You know, life is good. You're in the flow. You're in the zone. It's often described in those terms. Yeah. But the problem yeah. is what most, most people are doing is they are, they are using their brain in a way that sees danger in their environment, environment most of the time. So they watch stuff on the TV or they talk to people or they think about all of the problems in the world or in their own life or they worry yeah. about the future or they, they worry about what they're doing or what the they news do. the news is really bad for that isn't it it creates it, it, i almost feel like it makes people feel like the you know the, the terrible news that are happening in the world is like happening mm. to them and, and you know obviously in a way it is but not directly and but they just feel that that well way. well here's the thing when you realize <clears throat> that when you're in a fear state when you're in a state of worry anxiety it doesn't matter about what it is but when you're in that state, effects on your brain or the, or the results that your brain creates for you is that you can only see the negative 
in a situation. Mm. You can't see the big picture. And that's really important when you're faced with an immediate danger, because if there's a, tra if there's a car coming towards you and you have to jump out of the way, you don't want your brain saying to you things like, oh, what's that over there? Those little, isn't that, oh, have you noticed the beautiful flowers in that garden there? Or isn't the sun beautiful today? You know, you don't want your brain to stress danger. Yeah. So your brain goes into the state. It's called activating your sympathetic nervous system where it only focuses on identifying, on, on looking for and identifying all of the problems, all of the threats that are in your environment right there. Yeah. So you, what that does to your brain, it blocks out your big picture. It blocks out everything apart from the negative. So if you're in the state of fear and worry, you automatically see things for, as being far worse than they actually are. Wow. You can't see the reality. You don't have any perspective. You don't have the big picture because your brain is looking all of the time. Where's the danger? Where are the problems? And for many, for most of us, if it can't find many problems in that state, it will create more for you. It'll create more problems, yeah. And That's aside from, from to do. and aside from creating these problems, what are some of the negative? What what happens to your body, your mental health? Like what happens when, when you're in this state constantly? <clears throat> well, when you're in this fear state. You block off homeostasis. <clears throat> and what are the other things that are contained in homeostasis? Your mental faculties, which include your creativity, right. your intuition, your inspiration, your ability to have gut feelings, your awareness, your, your ability to see the big picture of reality, of what is actually the truth about your situation. And also it blocks off things like, because we, remember we're talking about some, a machine that is your brain that is infinitely more powerful than any other machine that exists in the universe. Yeah. And there have been many books written by scientists and, and all they can do is be in awe of the power yeah. of the brain. It's amazing, yeah. So that power, don't you think it also has the ability to bring to you the right situations, those chance events, those synchronicities? That's your creative brain at work. And... You know, because there are no chance events in a in a natural world, it can't be. Otherwise, it, it wouldn't function if it was all random. Yeah, and science is proving all of this. So, the bottom line to understand is when you're in this fear state, when you feel <clears throat> any anxiety, worry, concern, stress, your brain is blocked from giving you the solution to your problems, because you don't have access to your true creativity yeah. or your imagination, your awareness, or your um, your intuition, and you don't have have access to your true motivation either. You, so you, life becomes a struggle. Yeah, in that state. Essentially, you you have no access to you you know your powers. You know who who you are. You're exactly. constantly living in this state, and it you know you don't offer yourself any any real help. I mean, I mean, just think about how much you how much more you could do if you were in homeostasis you know, even some of the time as opposed to just being in constant fear. That's amazing. And and I wanna I wanna ask as well, what are some of the things that we can do to use our brains to help us achieve success? Well the one thing you need to realize and, and I guess it sums up excuse me what we've been talking about, which is the way to be in your homeostasis state, homeostatic yeah. state, as often as possible. And and the, the best way to do that, 
I mean, there are there are ways that some people and some you know like smoking things or <laughs> taking yeah. things or whatever that that can induce a uh, you know this creative you know there've been artists, musicians, creators throughout history who've who've uh, who've used those to, to access through creative state. But if you, if you want to do it in a nat in a natural way, yeah, the most important thing to do is to say is to realize that fear is your enemy, and in every moment to be on guard against fear against anxiety and realize that if you if you allow yourself to get in that state um you're finished you can't access your creative brain you can't solve problems you can't see the big picture and if you try and set goals in that state or if you try and do anything in that state the chances yeah. are you're just going to make things worse you know a good example is this, so i do a lot of helping people with their marriage or their yeah. relationship and one of the things that always puzzles people is is if they're, if they're in a relationship and they have, have a lot of arguments, you know, they come to me, Liam, and say, and say, Liam, you know, we argue a lot and it's just ruining our relationship. And I yeah. and I say to them, well, why don't you stop arguing? And they say, well, I can't help it. And I say, what do you mean you can't help it? Well, I don't want to argue, but we just get into this argument and it gets it gets worse and we end up shouting at each other and it, and it's really horrible. Mm. And I say, the reason you can't help it is because when you're in a fearful, anxious state, your brain is automatically going to get you to argue with someone else. Yeah. Because it's it, what your brain is seeing is this person that you're talking, arguing with is a threat. Is a threat. But if you shout at somebody, it, it actually makes you feel good in, uh, temporarily for an instant because it makes you feel that you've got a bit of power over the, um, over the, the situation. Yeah. But it doesn't help. But your brain is getting you to do it because your brain in a fear state is after these quick fixes because your brain in that state is designed to say, how can I get out of this immediate danger right now? It doesn't think about consequences. So it's how do I jump out of the way of the car? How do I get this person to stop shouting at me? I'll shout back. I'll be I'll be more powerful at, at shouting, if you like. It inflates the ego, yeah. Yeah. So when you realize that, when you really realize that fear is going to get you doing all of the wrong things and it can't possibly allow you to see the mm. truth about any situation, you realize the only job you have in your life is to guard yourself and your brain and your thinking against fear. And that means switching off the news. It means yeah. avoiding negative people. And it means when a thought comes to you of fear of the future or regret of the past, which is where most people spend all of their thinking life, really, not in the yeah. present moment. All of those things, that if you do that, it doesn't matter how motivated you are and how you know what good intentions you have and how how determined you are, you haven't got a chance. You haven't got a chance of really getting your life sorted and the problem, at least of all the problems sorted, because your brain doesn't have access to all of its problem-solving abilities. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Einstein once said. The, the thinking that creates the problems in our life is not the same thinking that where we find the solution. Yeah. And he was sort of referring to that in a roundabout way. It's a different mental state that you have to access if you want to solve your problems. So you have to guard yourself against things that make you feel bad. People yeah. say, oh, I have to watch the news. I have to know what's going on. No, you don't. No, you don't. Not because it's day. not what's going yeah. on. I haven't watched the news in more than 10 years, probably wow. more like 15 years. And funnily enough, I noticed when I stopped watching and putting this negativity in my brain, my life 
started to go in a much better direction. Yeah. But it's only your fear-based brain that's telling you that you need to know what's going on. You need yeah. to, to be informed. You need all this information. And yeah. it's the same fear that says, well, I need to, to read another 100 books this year to get more information into my brain. But yeah. the information part of your brain is not the part that I'm talking about. That's not the part that creates homeostasis. It's a different part of your brain. Your thinking, your thoughts are not the part that you access if you really want to have solutions to all of your, not only your problems, but if you really want to live the, the life that you're supposed to live. You can't figure it out. You have to let your, the, the, the non-thinking part of your brain, the creative part, um, do the work for you of figuring it out because it already knows. And, you know, this is why new ideas, creativity, intuition, they're never, never the result of sitting down and, and trying to write it, look at everything logically and figure stuff out. Yeah. They're ideas that come to you. You go, ah, oh, there's a different way of looking at that. Or here's a good idea. Here's a, you know, if you look through history at the great breakthroughs, that's, that's where they've come from. Creativity. Yeah. And and you spoke and you said really you know to help you achieve success really like get rid of fear and what one of the ways you you mentioned as well like you know it, it'll bring more being more aware and and I've always thought for myself like um, since doing meditation I'm able to be more present because you know like you said we we're constantly living in our thoughts so we're not in the present moment and I just found that one of the things that has really helped me in life is just to be more aware be more present um because then i'm just more more i have i have a perspective right of what's going on so i'm not so much using my brain again in that fight or flight or freeze response I'm, i can actually just look at the bigger picture have more perspective on the situation and that that's um like you know to to well to achieve success and just help me on my journey just you know live a healthier happier life um i can say and um, also, just to be mindful, um, I will have one last question for you uh, before we finish up. Okay. And, and the last question here I want to ask is, what is the easiest and quickest way to solve any problem in your life? And I know you touched on it a little bit. Um, and then also, how can I do this in my life? So how can our audience do this in their life? Well, you know, there's no, if, if anybody's looking for a quick fix, what they're really doing is they're activating their fear-based, the fear-based part of their brain. Because mm -hmm. the fear-based part of the brain is all about finding quick fixes, not permanent solutions. Wow. So if you want a quick fix, it's it's a fear-based thing, you know. Um, but if you want a permanent solution, then you need to get out of a, your, your fear-based brain and get into homeostasis. And then not only will you see the big picture, not only will you see exactly what to do and what not to do. But you'll actually find yourself doing it naturally, and you'll find the resources for that to pan out. So, and that's what living in homeostasis is. Yeah. That's allowing your brain to do all the all the work for you and to, to bring you what you need to live in that perfect state. That's the purpose of your brain. That's the purpose of this infinitely powerful machine or computer. Mm. So all of that says is, you know, you mentioned about um fears and, and so on and you know thoughts yeah the only and being in the present the only time you're actually not in a state of fear is when you're in the present moment you're not thinking yeah because usually our thoughts make us feel bad 
or on some level you know we're we're trying to figure we're trying to achieve something or we're we're very hard we're hardly ever in the present moment just allowing things to happen but when you allow when you're in a state of allowing things you can't have any fear because you're not worried about what's going to happen you just know the right thing is going to happen and you sit back and you, it's a bit like you get in the car and someone's driving you're not worried about uh, yeah how you're going to get there or if yeah. you're going to get there or what's happening or whether you're going to have any problems or whether you're going to get a flat tire you just look out the window and enjoy the view and enjoy yeah. the ride and, yeah. and 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 have a great experience because you know that you don't have to do that work now of course that i'm not saying you just sit in a corner and just meditate and do nothing you do you do a lot of action but there's a different a difference between effort and struggle and you usually find yourself taking a lot less action but it's all the right action you know, how many of us are all spending so much of our time trying to undo problems <laughs> that we created for ourselves because we know we made a mistake in the action that we took? Exactly. You know, yeah. and you don't do that when you're in your creative state because you're not worried about trying to force things to happen. Yeah, that that's um that's a really it's a really good answer actually that that you you've given it's a it's a very it's a different perspective actually than what I've um what I've listened yeah. to before, um but yeah no um thank you uh Liam for your time and um thank you for this conversation it's been it's been wonderful and I wish you nothing but the best um going forward as well. Thank you, George, and the same to you. I've I've really enjoyed it. Hope your listeners will get some value and all the best to you as well. And before leaving you today, I want to leave you with a quote from Arthur Conan Doyle. He said, I consider that a man's brain originally is like a little empty attic and you have to stock it with such furniture as you choose.